So everybody right now, please welcome. Welcome to the Sports Fantasies Podcast, where we break down rankings, projections. Well, hello there. Welcome to the show, everyone. Do you love fantasy sports? And going off the beaten path? Well, then this is a show for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's time for... Sports Fantasies with Miller and McCarty. McCarty. Welcome back, sports fans of the Miller and McCarty, episode number 16, after that 30-day hiatus. Here we are, back and better than ever. Uh, LTG and Blades, oh no, I'm sorry, they're not joining the show. They don't even respond to the email or check their email. So we have Mr. Landers join us for episode 60, a very Caleb. You break out some of these songs that I don't remember doing. It's great. A classic right here. A real classic. Wow. Taking it way back. Very special episode number 60. Didn't think we'd make it past episode four. It is impressive. Uh, the this, was, this was the longest we went without a, a full episode. We went um, just about six weeks without a new episode, uh, a full-length episode. Uh, we did have a couple of one-hour specials there in June. Uh, hopefully, though, things will calm down a little bit now, and uh, we can get back on at least a semi-regular uh, schedule because the fans are clamoring for more sports fans with Miller McCarty. <laughs> That's what the and people want. By that, I mean LTG needs something to listen to while he mows lawn. It's a it's a supply and demand business, and sure, there's no demand, but we are going to supply regardless. So yes. hang on to your hat. We are going to continue to do what we do. Uh, tonight's episode is going to uh, you know include the pickle. Uh, football will be segment one, off the beaten path segment two, uh, a segment I'm very excited about. Uh, Kind of near and dear to my heart. All right, let's get rolling here. We're going to start with the pickle. We're going to do some headlines. I put three or four each here. Of course, I had no idea who was going to be on the show and who wasn't. Like I said, the other two have pretty much been exiled. But here we are, McCarty, Landers, Miller. McCarty, what do you got as far as headlines go? Sure, I'll give you one right here. Coming off the 4th of July, let's talk for a second about Joey Chestnut. You know, the over... (laughs) The over-under for hot dogs, I think, was around 74. He came in at uh, – I, I, I saw the tail end of it. So I, I saw him come in about 64, and I'm like, something is not right here. Chestnut does not under uh, underwhelm like that typically. Now, he still won by like 20 hot dogs. Um, but I find out later, not only did he win by 20 – he also manhandled a protester, uh, putting them putting them in a chokehold uh, early on in the hot dog eating contest. So you're talking about a guy that wins by 20 hot dogs, has time to choke out a protester. Is this is Joey Chestnut? Do we? I know it's a hot dog eating contest, but where does he rank amongst goats in sports? I mean, he's got to be up there. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, I have to take some 
credit away from Joey just because, of course, his his one main competitor who still is, is doing competitive eating, uh, Kobayashi, I believe his name is, um, doesn't compete in the same sanction as Joey. And I think that hurts his legacy a little bit because I would think that Kobayashi might have beat him once or twice throughout this this uh, immaculate run that he's on. So I, I I still think he's the goat of competitive eating, but I don't think he's quite up to, you know, that Jordan, Brady, uh, Josh Miller type. Steve, Steve Sachs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I, I completely forgot about that. Uh, yeah, there, there was a 30 for 30 on it a couple years back. And Kobayashi had some kind of beef with the league that Chestnut's in for some reason. No pun intended. <laughs> yes, the, the beef dog. But uh, I want to say he did get him once or twice before he left the league, but Chestnut got him. Chestnut got him a couple times too. But around that time, Kobayashi had like a jaw injury that prevented him from eating as much. So I don't know if he's fully healed from that or not, but. Yeah, he uh he does he used to do like an alternative hot dog thing at the same time as the um this one. He would just kind of do it on his own feed, I guess, and see if he could beat the guys that were in it. And I think he did beat him one year, but I think uh Chestnut does have the overall record though, right? He, he does. does. Yeah. He says he wants to get 80 before he retires. <laughs> he can do it. Nice. That's that's it for Chestnut. I've got more headlines, but you can do this however you want. Uh, Miller, we can go around the room. Right. I can keep going. Mr. Landers, do you have a headline for us? Sure. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned this before, but Hard Knocks is coming up. Uh, the Lions are the team for some reason. Um, <laughs> even though it's a bad team, I always look forward to Hard Knocks because it's a good series. But uh, any comments about the Lions being chosen and why they would be picked? Oh, it's pretty boring, boring, but I know there's a lot of teams that don't want to do it. And that's the head problem. coach is very emotional. I think that's honestly True. why they're on. Uh, it's True. because he does draw an audience. Uh, the Bills were actually mentioned as one of the finalists for it because they would finally qualify, but obviously they, they, they did not win out. I would actually watch it if they were on there. <laughs> uh, that would have been nice. I've only watched about three episodes of Hard Knocks in my life. so. I mean, no matter what. I'll watch. It'll be a good show. It doesn't really matter <clears throat> what team they have on there. They do a good job of, of just the way it's produced. And um, again, my favorite part of the show is usually those <clears throat> seeing those fringe guys, if they can make the team or not. But yeah, the coach is entertaining. He's quite, quite a character. Uh, yeah. I'll still watch it. Definitely. Um, Amazon puts on like a in season show after the season, they usually feature a team. That's, that's a good series too, but yeah, I didn't watch that. Nice. Um, my first headline was the All-Star Game, of course, is coming up Major League Baseball, and Albert Pujols and Miguel Cabrera were named as honorary members of the AL and NL. Um, nice gesture by the commissioner. Uh, I'm assuming they'll both get at least one, but I wouldn't be surprised they end up playing a bunch just because it's going to be their, their last go. Uh, I don't know how relevant either of them are with today's youth or how relevant baseball is with today's youth. But I thought it was a nice gesture, nonetheless. Thought it was worth mentioning. 
No comments on the All-Star game. <laughs> yeah, I think it's cool, too. I mean, two of the best right-handed hitters uh, ever, and Pujols, one of the best power right-handed hitters, too. So it's kind of nice to send them off, you know, with that Cal Ripken uh, when he used to make it all the time for being washed up. They used to put him in. So I guess it's kind of like the same thing. I want to say Ripken homered in his last All-Star game, too. It was Didn't either he? his last All-Star game or his last game. I can't remember which it was, but. McCarty, what's your next headline? Sure, since we got our NBA guy here. Uh, <clears throat> Zion, Mount Zion Williamson, inks a five-year, $231 million deal. Obviously, there's some risk here, but uh, thoughts on this? Good move or bad? Uh, it's good for the team. I think they're protected in the last couple of years. Uh, it's guaranteed up front, but the last couple, I think, are protected for injury. So it's good for the team, and uh, you know it's good for Zion because they could offer the most, and he could always ask for a trade if they don't end up bringing in enough guys. But they brought in McCollum, and uh, Ingram's still there, so you know they should probably be a fringe playoff team. All right, terrible move by both sides. Don't like it. <laughs> really, it seems that's like a good I, move, move that's for Zion. I, uh, that's what, yeah, but Zion could have got paid elsewhere, probably go to a place where he's not going to be relied on as much. Um, although it didn't work out very well for Anthony Davis. He, he did win a title, but he's still injured all the time. So uh, I just think there, there were better fits for Zion. I, I don't know why he locked into that deal. I, I honestly think he locked into it because of the injury concerns that he has for himself more than anything else. I think if he was healthy, I don't think he'd be re-upping with them. So, yeah, because I, I think I think it's good for Zion. I I get why the team almost had to do it. There's obviously there's concerns, like you're saying, huge concerns with the injuries. If he's not playing, then this is going to be going down as one of the um, poor, more poor deals uh, in the NBA in, NBA in a while. But um, I do like the like you said, Landers Zion. Ingram, McCollum, they've got a decent roster. It's just going to come down down to health. But I see why they had to do it, though. He, he was the number one pick. you got to pay the guy and just hope he's healthy. Indeed. Uh, my second one, uh, I saw this on ESPN. It's the 50th anniversary of Title IX, which uh, I looked into it, and there was some pretty cool – history on that title nine is something about in college where you have to have like gender equality and the main thing that covers it is sports so like before 1972 there were hardly any women's sports in uh in college but after that they pretty much said there has to be a women's equivalent to uh men's sports um i think because it was costing them money you know women's sports aren't revenue producing so they didn't want to do it, but the law made them do it, and there was never a four-year uh, scholarship player in college before this. So women finally got some four-year scholarships, which is interesting piece of history. Not that I watch a lot of college women's sports, but it was kind of interesting to learn about. Yeah, and I saw what, I saw something today, and obviously don't want to talk too much about the Brittany Griner thing, whatever anyone's take oh, on it is. But I did I, I jump in at the end of the show. But I saw an interesting um, take from somebody that, um, 
you know, the only reason she has to go and play overseas is, you know, because she being one of the better, if not the best WNBA player still only makes 220000 a year. So they have to go overseas to supplement that income where you've got the NBIs making millions and millions. Now, the other side of that is it, it, it still has has to come down a little bit to how much money does the sport uh, generate, right? I mean, you can only pay out um, salaries and stuff based on what the league is bringing in. So some of that comes in too, but I, just, I thought that was kind of an interesting take and along the same lines. Yeah, actually, uh, ever since the WNBA started, uh, there are a lot of uh, sports writers that wonder why the girls even play in that. Because like you said, I mean, you don't make any money in that. And you could have a season-ending injury to where you miss out on your European season, where you can make a few million bucks. Yeah. Um, so that, it's surprising that women even play in that at all. I th- I think it's probably just an obligation to give back to the American game, maybe. But me personally, I'd probably sit out the WNBA season and just just play overseas. But but is is her salary in the WNBA two hundred twenty k? I believe so. At least that's what I read. I, that's what I saw. Because, in that. because that's quite a bit more than most Americans make. I, I, I don't think that anybody in, in America is sure. crying for her. That I mean, and, and you're playing a game that you love. Um, you can live off 220K very easily and live a very good life. So, and, and then if you add in, I'm sure she probably makes some money off of endorsements and and whatnot so i don't think anyone's feeling bad for that so i don't even really think that's an argument i did see something that said you know if it was lebron they'd already they would have brought him back and then of course that's what led to them saying that you know but lebron would never have to go there because of the money he made right mm-hmm. i just don't think lebron would have made the same decisions that, that that she made although some people don't think that she she made decisions and that's where this gets sticky because we don't want to be jump into the political side of this. But, you know, I, I don't think anybody, if you talk to any average American, though, they're not going to be like 220K, uh, uh, she should make more money than that. No, because how many Americans, you know, make significantly less than that and are living halfway decent lives and are doing okay for themselves? So no one's... Well, uh, I, I get what you're saying. I guess we, we were just talking about Title Line and kind of just bringing it into the... the perspective of the sports world. I, Absolutely. I certainly get what you're saying on that end of it. Um, but you're always going to get your market value where you can too. So, I mean. But that's enough before we get in any hot water. What's next? <laughs> okay. A lot of listeners out there. You know, you don't want to offend anyone. Uh, do, do, either, do either of you have any more headlines? Oh, yeah. I do. Um, Tons. <laughs> of course you do. Um <laughs> I don't want to get into any more of my headlines because some of them will overlap okay. with stuff I want to talk about later in the show. So if you guys have more <laughs> headlines, throw them out there, and then I'll comment if I feel like it. Uh, all right. Um, just two real quick ones. I, uh, uh, the first one, NHL draft the other night. Shane Wright, who is the consensus number one pick. Uh, Montreal, for some reason, takes a left turn and takes somebody else, a guy that was ranked about fourth overall. Shane Wright drops all the way to number four. Uh, so the Kraken with a, a, a steal there at four. He's an elite player. Um, I just thought that was kind of strange how, how Wright dropped all the way to four. The only other uh, headline I had that I saw, just kind of a, a feel-good story, story, Scherzer. Max Scherzer was down, uh, I guess, I'm assuming AAA for a rehab start. 
Um, uh, that was actually a, a singular double A team. Was it okay? So he, uh, all the players got there. He had bought um, AirPods for everybody on the team there, and then treated them nice. to a seven thousand dollar dinner. Uh, hey yo, so there we go. Shout out to Scherzer. Yeah, that's a nice story. Yeah, it's the yeah. least you could do. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You're good, Landers. Did you see on the other side of that, Chris Sale absolutely destroying the Triple A? Yes. Uh, yes. He- <laughs> yes, that was funny too. Well, what did he do? Uh, he had a terrible outing and went in and just started smashing things and throwing things. <laughs> and of course, there's a camera on him the whole time, so that's always good. Yes, well, not bad. Did some damage there. It is, it is nice to see uh, Scherzer take care of the minor league guys. They don't make much money, so no, that's a nice uh, The other headline I had, uh, I don't think you guys have mentioned it before, but of course the live, I think it's pronounced live, the tour that's that's the big uh, competitor to the PGA. Uh, they've uninvited Greg Norman, who's the head of the live tour, to the uh, – Open Championship festivities, which is going to be at St. Andrews here. Uh, uninvited him from a major that he's won twice um, because of his involvement with Liv. Is that okay? And uh, Yeah, we we talked a little bit about it, I think, last week or the okay. week before. But the basically, last time yeah, basically that league is anybody that's associated with it, they're not going to be able to compete in any of the – the um pga tour events so i it is what it is i mean they they let them know and yeah they i, I guess I, I don't know if it's okay or not but i mean you know i i don't know fair enough i believe tiger turned down with just so he has a shot at winning uh more majors than jack because all of the other good players are going to go there because they're going to make so much more money yeah, Jack, I, they asked Jack to be the head of it before Norman, but Jack turned it down for for uh, the usual reasons that people are against it for. But, yeah, anyway, Norman's the guy now. The shark. <laughs> yes. Greg. All right, All that right. leads us to our, to, to our uh, next little segment in a segment, Sports Fantasy's Mom Riccardi Charades. Riccardi hates his segment. Miller loves it. Landers doesn't care. He's just here because he doesn't want to get fined. So, the heads like Kornheiser. That yes. Is- um, this is that is exactly how this game came about. I basically just steal other people's ideas and give them my own names. Yes. Um, so, all right, Landers, you're the guest. Let's start with you. You can give myself or McCarty or both of us. It doesn't matter. Do whatever you want to do. Uh. We'll start with Miller. Uh, you're Kevin Durant. Uh, you asked for the trade. Um, you let it be known the couple teams that you'd love to go to, but uh, what do you really expect to happen uh, this offseason? Uh, I expect to either get traded to the Miami Heat or the Phoenix Suns, who are both the number one seeds. Uh, that way I don't have to do too much work when I get there, but enough where I can go in and get us the number one seed again because we already, they already did that without me. And then I believe we'll lose in the playoffs like I always do unless I play with the Golden State. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, McCarty, any comment or? No. no. Okay. Uh, McCarty, 
you are Kyrie Irving, who just opted in uh, to the final year of the contract. But the Nets are looking to move you. Uh, if you are moved, where would you like to go? Yeah, I'm opting in. Let me start out by saying the world is flat. I want you to know that <laughs> right off the bat. Let's let's talk about, and I got to tell you what, you know, we can talk about the next season, but I'd rather talk about Israel. Uh, that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, but it, since you want to talk about basketball, that's fine. Um, yes, I opted in only because I believe Durant's going to be traded. Harden's already gone. Uh, it's my team. I can put up as many shots as I want. Um, I can flip off as many uh, crowd members as I want. Uh, you know, we're 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 vaccine free now in New, in in New York, New Jersey, baby, ready to roll. Uh, ben Simmons, he'll be gone too. Uh, he'll be gone. <laughs> Ky- too. Kyrie, if you do get traded, uh, where would you like to go? Well, that's a great question. Probably straight into retirement because I. <laughs> Don't really love to play the game. So, uh, you know, just send me to my couch, please. Please, somebody. I like the candid response. Thank you, Kyrie. You're welcome. Uh, Kyrie. Um, yeah, man. Miller here, jumping in on, on Lander's segment. Um, you're going to end up with the Lakers. You know that, right? Uh, Russ is going to, to Brooklyn and then getting pot out because that's what will definitely happen because Brooklyn doesn't want Russ. Um, yeah, that's, that's cool. I go out right. to LA, reunite with my boy, Bron, tear it up. You guys should have just stayed in Cleveland. I guess. All right, McCarty, uh, why don't you give one to Landers, one to myself, and uh, we'll go like that. Then I'll go. All right. Go, you go, I go. Uh, Landers, you are Rudy Gobert. T-Wolves just gave up four first-round picks for you. Can you handle the pressure, and are the T-Wolves now a championship contender? Uh. I think they gave up an awful lot, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, they gave up four first-rounders plus this year's first-rounder that they drafted, so essentially five. I don't know that I can necessarily live up to it, but I'd like to try. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a defensive anchor, a big man that doesn't do much on offense, but I could really block some shots and rebound and throw down some lobs. But uh, am I going to be worth five first-round picks? I mean, that's... Yet to be determined. Uh, I anticipate being in the playoffs every year, so hopefully those picks aren't very high picks. So, uh, but uh, you know, I guess I guess we'll see. All right, not much confidence, Rudy. Thank you, uh, uh, Rudy. Rudy, this is the GM from the Timberwolves. Stop talking. We need you to <laughs> dominate. Thanks. Yes. Yes. Uh, Miller, you are your boy. Everybody's boy, Baker Mayfield. Oh yeah. You gave back over $3 million in salary just to get out of Cleveland and allow that trade. What should fans expect out of you in Carolina this year? Uh, dominance. I will. Uh, you know, there's that other quarterback in, in Tampa that everyone talks about quite frequently. Um, we will finish ahead of the Buccaneers. It's without no doubt in my mind. Uh, DJ Moore, Baker Mayfield, you definitely want both those guys on your fast team. Christian McCaffrey. Probably all three of us will lead um, the league at our position in fantasy. So go get us. Probably, probably going to go 14 and 3, maybe 13 and 4, because we might sit out that last week because we already got the division wrapped up. Follow up question uh, Does this secure another year of commercials? Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, the commercials aren't going to stop. I need to make money wherever I can. I'm moving paycheck to paycheck out here. I mean, Cleveland was an absolute miserable city. Carolina will be a little bit better. Weather's a little bit better. Scenery's probably a little better. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to stop making commercials. Why would I? I mean, I'm I'm a stud. I, I have a follow-up, Baker. Uh, <laughs> I guess you do plan on beating out uh, the starter currently, um, who's been a year in the system. Do, do you think you can learn fast enough? Uh, this offseason to really beat out Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, who's she? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, Baker. (laughs) All right. Uh, Oddly enough, McCarty, I'm going to start with you here. McCarty, you are Sam Darnold. The Panthers traded for you last year and gave up a bunch of picks for you. Now they traded for Baker Mayfield for a fourth, possibly a fifth rounder. How do you feel and what's going to happen in Carolina? Well, it's my job to lose right now, to be honest. Uh, They gave up a lot more for me than they did for Baker. Uh, I know you guys just talked to Baker on the show, and he's confident about what he's going to do. Sure, he's got the commercials, uh, but you can bet I'm going to be out there. Dominating. It's it's what I do. You saw me last year. I'm, I'm good for about 14 for 33, 176 yards, two picks and a touchdown. That should get it done, I think. In my, if, I'm, if I'm crunching my numbers right, that gets me into the starting job. Sam, I will ask. You started off red hot last year. Uh, what did happen the last two-thirds of the year there? Yeah, well, I think reality happened, uh, Mr. <laughs> Landers. Uh, you know, I was I was uh, like an out of body experience first oh. few weeks. I mean, the fantasy world was a buzz. Everybody was picking up Sam Darnold. Even yes. I, I bought into the hype, knowing better. Uh, <laughs> I went out and bought a mansion. I'm now back in a, in a trailer. So that's that's where we're at. Okay, Sam. Uh, Landers, you are James Harden. Uh, Miller doesn't like you very much as noted on this show many times, but you just took a pretty decent-sized pay cut to try to win a championship in Philadelphia. Do you think that pay cut was more for you trying to help the team or for the team just worrying about you disappearing in the playoffs like you do every year? Uh, truth be told, uh, I sat down with management, and uh, they said, you know, I'm I'm not a max type of guy anymore, and if, if I want more than one this one year opt-in left. Uh, if I'm going to want multiple years, then I'm going to take a bit of a cut. Uh, so it does help the team. Um, I hope we can bring in a little bit more talent because, I mean, we need it. Uh, you know, I hope to get back to close to my old form. You know, my, my hamstring's been bad the last couple of years. Uh, hope to get close to back, even though I am 33 years old. But, um, yeah, the reality is, you know, I'm not quite the max guy anymore. And uh, it, it does help the team, too. Thank you. Uh, Landers, up to you here. One each here. McCarty and Miller, what do you got? What's Again? This? Didn't he already go? <laughs> yeah, we each do two. Right? Oh, I only, I only did two total. Yeah, that, that's all I did, too. <laughs> all right, well, that's fine. That's fine. I, I'm an overachiever, obviously. McCarty, uh, yeah. you, are, you are two different people here, which is fun for me. Oh, okay. about this in my headlines. Uh, you are Albert Pujols and Miguel Cabrera, uh, both okay. of who were just named to the All-Star team as honorary members. How do you feel, guys? 
what should we look forward to uh, in this game from each of you? Uh, if you don't mind, Miggy, I'll, I'll start. Uh, AP here, AP. It's been a great ride. I'm I'm honored to be a part of this. Um, I'm not positive, but I, I think the Angels uh, still owe me about 140 million on my contract with them. I had a seven, 17 year, 400 million dollar contract, so they're still paying out on that. Uh, so life is good, you know. I'm I'm whoa, sir. I'm t- hey, please, please. I'm giving a, a reporter cracking cold ones. <laughs> my, this is from my heart here, sir. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm 46. Sure. You know, uh, uh, I know, uh, Maggie, you, you, I know what it says, but you're 52, right? Yeah. So, you know, we average out at 49. Uh, so again, just to be still in the league, uh, a miracle. Why teams keep bringing us back? I, who knows, you know, but I'm going to, I'm going to ride it while it's there. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So Maggie, anything you'd like to say? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Landers, you are Landers. How would you fix the Lakers? Oh man, uh, I, I mean, desperation does call for desperate times. I, I, I mean, I would try and get Kyrie Irving, uh, even though he does tend to take one to two week breaks during the season for no reason. But you know, Russ isn't working out for us, so I definitely try to make that move. Um, or anyone else, for that matter. I mean, if we could possibly get Durant, if we could give away, we might have to keep Russ and give away AD. But you know, we have to try something. Uh, I, I know we're in big trouble as as currently constructed. So uh, we we got to try and make some move for one of those two guys. Thank you, Mr. Landers. I think that brings us to our last part of the pickle, which oh, is the goodness. longest pickle ever. We're 45 minutes deep. Um, all right, odds are three we love, two we hate. Uh, I put something with NFL schedule ties in here. That was from before. I still went all NFL. If you didn't, whatever, it doesn't matter. All right, McCarty, what do you got I'm, here? I'm What's your number assuming, three? I'm assuming Landers didn't do this piece. This will go quicker. Uh, I picked three that I liked. I didn't oh, find two that oh I didn't. Boy. Okay, uh, fair enough. Perfect. All right. All right. Let's hear, right. let's hear the three you like, McCarty. Rapid fire here. Let's go. Uh, all right. So I went with uh, best record. And sure, you could take the Bills at plus 250, and it's not a bad bet, but I'm, I'm looking for some more juice. So I went to Bengals at plus 2,500. Uh, Bengals, if they can ride the momentum from last year, they do play Buffalo, I think, the second to last game of season. So who knows? There's a chance it's for the number one seed. So I, I like that at plus 2,500. Uh my second one, this was uh, odds to make the playoffs. Panthers at plus 400. If McCaffrey stays healthy, I know he won't, but let's say he does. Baker, Baker's coming in hot. He's got that chip on his shoulder. But really, just because outside of the Buccaneers, I think it's a bad division. So I think they're going to get some some wins versus the Saints, versus the Falcons. So I like that at plus 400. And my first one, NFC East winner, the Washington Commanders at plus plus 500. I think their defense is good enough to keep them in a lot of games. The Eagles, to me, are a wild card. It's going to come down completely to Jalen Hurts. Uh, and the Cowboys are a DAC injury away from not being very good. Uh, so I, I, I like the I like the plus 500 there on the Commanders. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Landers, <laughs> what are the three that you liked? Uh, 
I saw that the Texans over under for record is four and a half wins on one of the betting sites. I like that. I would take the under. <laughs> I don't think yes. they're getting anything close to four and a half wins. Uh, I don't believe in Davis Davis Mills like that. Uh, I definitely take the under. Um, the Raiders have the best chance of finishing last at plus 600, but I wouldn't mind taking that bet just because they're going to beat up on each other and you never know. I mean, the Raiders are the fourth best team, but they could be a decent dark horse to put a little bit of money down on. Playoff team last year. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, there, uh, there's a week one game, Denver versus the Seahawks. Denver's only a five-point favorite. I uh, All day. Yes. I think they will absolutely annihilate the Seahawks. Win by 35, I think. <laughs> I think that line will probably move <laughs> at some point when they realize uh, the Seahawks aren't going to get another quarterback. Right. So, but, yeah, as of now, I would take that. The Seahawks quarterback's now in Carolina. Maybe Sam yeah. Darnold's going to go to Seattle. Or Jimmy Jimmy G's still out there. Yes, Jimmy G is still out there. There's still a lot of talk about him getting released or traded. Um, all right, so when I initially did this, I wanted to start off with a bang. I wanted to do a a three teamer, Bills, Bucks, Packers division winners. Unfortunately, Caesars won't let you make that bet. Gotcha. But if you can find somewhere that will let you make that bet, I would make it. I feel pretty confident. Caesars. Caesars is stingy with their parlays. They are. You, you can find it elsewhere, though, I'm sure. Um, and now that I'm not Baker Mayfield and I'm myself, I like the Bucks to win that division quite a bit. I like the Bills winning that division. Um, sure. And I do like the Packers winning the North, even though they lost Adams. I, I just don't like many other teams there. So what I did after I realized I couldn't make that bet is I picked three week one games, including the game that Landers just mentioned, the Broncos minus five versus Seattle. I am going to probably put pickles on that as soon as possible because that game is definitely going to climb. And then yeah, I'm probably going to empty my account on that one tonight. <laughs> the 401k will be drained. <laughs> I, uh, I, I also like Tennessee minus six and a half versus the New Jersey Giants. Uh, that's in Tennessee. And then I took Baltimore minus six versus New Jersey Jets. Uh, you'll notice a theme on this show. I don't like New Jersey teams. So I really hammered the New Jersey teams there. I bet somebody would take your uh, three-division winning bet, but you just have to put down a ton of money to win anything at all. I'm sure that there's a couple of different sites I can do. I didn't look at DraftKings. Um, I did the research for most of this segment uh, while we were trying to figure out how to get Lander's face on Skype. Yeah, Yeah. if you offered like $1,000, they might give you $1. (laughs) (laughs) All right, McCarty, two you don't like or hate. I like to use that word you don't. Sure. So on Caesars, you can do um, a team to go 17 and 0. So plus 1500 to me, that's just not enough pickles for a team to go. A, a team to go 17 and 0, I'm expecting like plus three or 4,000 there. So I, I don't love uh, putting plus 1500 on that. And then my other one, AFC West winner, the Chiefs at plus 155. Again, just because they've got the best odds to win it, but I just don't like the payout there. You got no Tyreek Hill. It's going to be a tough division. Um, I think the Broncos and or the Chargers can certainly compete there. Who knows? Maybe the Raiders. But 
I just don't see them winning. So at, at plus 155, not enough juice for me to put pickles on that. Uh, I actually looked at that as well. Uh, I didn't go that way. I didn't go to two week one games that I don't like. Um, so we mentioned the Broncos minus five. I love that. Uh, this might be the game that I, I partner with it. Cleveland minus one versus the Panthers in week one. Um, I don't believe Deshaun Watson's playing in week one, potentially not all year. So if Deshaun Watson isn't playing in that game, I don't see any way possible that Cleveland beats Carolina. Did you just say it's Cleveland and the Panthers in week one? Yes. That's, that's yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. It, it, <laughs> I can't believe you didn't see all the memes that have been going around about I this. I didn't. But yeah, awesome. so So, yeah, so I would hammer the Panthers at plus one here. Uh, I would get this bet in soon because I don't believe that it will stay that way because Watson is going to miss some games. Yeah, at least a a game. I mean, so so if you put your money in now, would they still honor that? Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, because because you made the bet while it was at minus one. If the line changes, it doesn't matter. I mean, the line, if Watson gets suspended, the line goes to, you know, Cleveland plus 10 tomorrow, you still get the minus one because that's, gotcha. that's how you locked it in. Yeah. Um, the other one I don't love, uh, and I, I, it's funny because I mentioned that I believe Green Bay will win the North pretty easily, but they're minus two versus the Vikings in week one, uh, and that's in Minnesota. They don't play overly great Minnesota. I know it's an early season game. Not that weather's a big factor because Green Bay is also cold. But I, I don't love Green Bay minus two there, so I, I put that as my second game not to love. And currently the Bills-Rams don't have a plus minus. Uh, they do have a, a money line, and the Bills are in the plus there. Fair enough. I, I did think of one that I didn't like. Uh, the AFC North currently has no favor. I think everybody's plus 200, and Cleveland is uh, out. Like they're not taking bets on Cleveland yet because of the quarterback, but the other three teams are all plus two hundred. Um, if anything, I'd probably take the I take out the Steelers. Uh, I believe in the other two teams a little bit more, but uh, it, it's kind of tough to pick um, that division. The winner. There's no way the Steelers are the same odds as the what the Ravens and the Bengals. I think they were. It was weird. They shouldn't be. They should not be. You're correct, but okay. Well, yeah, what, if anything, you take that. But <clears throat> what set are you looking at, Landers? Uh, what I don't remember which one it was. I, I looked at a few. SteelersNation.com. <laughs> it was probably a Steelers site. <laughs> probably Brutel was putting Brutos, these on. <laughs> com. They weren't taking any money on uh, Cleveland winning yet because they want to wait till uh, the quarterback situations straightened out. But yes, yeah. the Steelers. Should be the last team there. The most but. I'm seeing there is uh, the Ravens as a slight favorite, followed by the Bengals, and then you know, then the, the other two don't matter much. But uh, currently on on Caesars, the Ravens are plus one fifty, Cincy is plus one seventy five, Cleveland's plus three twenty, and Pittsburgh is plus a thousand. That sounds more like it. So I don't know. Yeah, so somebody's you- trying to. <laughs> Plus two hundred for the Steelers is not good. That's, that's <laughs> clearly was they uh, a Steelers fan being optimistic. Yeah, as Big Ben set that up. <laughs> yes. All right, can we get out of the pickle already? I mean, forty yes. minutes in. That, uh, that, that that ends the pickle. We'll be back with segment one, the NFL segment. Everyone's getting fired up. Training camps are on the corner. Let's go, Buffalo! 
Welcome back to Sports Fantasies with Miller and McCarty. Hey, are you interested in what's going to happen in the preseason? Here are three interesting things for you. Okay. Way to sell it, Landers. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's it's sports fantasy's Mel McCarty episode sixty. Landers leading us back in from break, doing a fantastic job. Where are we going from here, Landers? Uh Three things to watch for in training camp slash preseason. As fantasy owners, you gotta you gotta put that oh, part. Fantasy in owners. Okay. Yeah. 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 All yes. right. Yes. What do we got, Landers? Who, who's going first? Me, you, McCarty. <laughs> uh, McCarty, why don't you lead us off? Oh, I like it. Absolutely. First one up for me. It's rookie watch as a fantasy owner, in particular. Uh, you know, especially interested. And where I'm picking late to mid first, early second in a couple of leagues. So I'm looking at wide receivers during camp. Uh, you know, who jumps out? You've got Burke, Olave, Moore, Dotson, Wilson, et cetera. I think there's about six wide receivers that I feel are somewhat interchangeable at the moment. So I'm just interested to see who starts standing out at camp. Those That wide receiver that you're going to take from that, like pick one six to pick two one range. I like it. Cool. Uh, my first thing up, I don't know how we're doing this, so because Landers hasn't told us, I'm just going to go. Uh, position battles, kind of for the same reason, you know, who's who's winning those position battles, who has a clear path to be the starter, which really includes, you know, rookies versus the veteran guys. Uh, someone like Julian Edelman, who still hasn't signed yet, you know, or not. Edelman. <laughs> Edelman. Uh, Cole, Cole Beasley, who still hasn't okay. signed yet. Um my son really wants me in New England. That's why I had him in on my mind there. But uh, where's he going to end up? And does he get into a, a battle with a young guy? And who, who's going to win that? How's that going to play out? Those are the types of things that I'm really looking for. I'm not a guy that has a lot of draft picks. If I do, they tend to be third-rounders. And I'm just looking to hopefully, you know, get lucky and find somebody at the end of the draft. I was watching the uh, I Am Athlete podcast. Edelman was a guest. He said he has not left out uh, coming back. It's, you know, it's a possibility. So, hey, you never know. Sure. Sure. Uh, A specific thing that I'm looking for is, you know, do you go ahead and draft Mayfield um, when he may not win the job? You know, so is that something that, that uh, it's worth doing. Um, the no. and the Panthers, Panthers competition. What's there's that? A, there, the answer is no. There, there's a better chance I win that job than Sam Darnold wins that job. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'll go into my next one. Uh, and piggybacking off what Miller said, uh, position battles and kind of your depth players. So those players that are on the fringe where you've got to make decisions on your roster, whether to cut or not. To me, it's a guy I'm thinking like Jameson Crowder. You know, Does he get that wide receiver three spot with the Bills? And if so, what is that worth? For example, is the Bills wide receiver three more valuable than Texans wide receiver two? Probably. Yes. Um, And then also – The Bills wide receiver three might be more valuable than the Texans wide receiver one. I don't agree with that because I like (laughs) Cooks. But anyway, also – 
running running back battles, and there's not a ton out there. You have your clear cut, but situations like Zeke Pollard, Jones. Two one, or is this just your two still? This is my two still. I'm just just asking position battles. So I'm just throwing out a running back one. That's all. Zeke Pollard. That's my running back battle. I like it. So my number two here, it, it kind of goes along with that in a way because it's 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 cut down days. There's always surprises, and then it's always interesting to see where players end up. You mentioned someone like Jamison Crowder. If he has a bad camp and injured a little bit, he's a guy that could potentially get cut. And where does he end up? And is it a spot like the Texans where maybe he does end up having some value, even more value than he would as the Bills number three or four, depending on where he ends up in that depth chart. So those cut-down days, I think, are important for fantasy owners, mostly because you want to know if any of your players get cut and then where they end up. But what about free agents and guys who might have more potential on a different roster than where they're currently at? Uh, I'll segue off of Bacardi's uh, running back thing. Uh, you know, how high do you pick a guy like a, like a Chuba Hubbard knowing that uh, McCaffrey does miss a lot of time, you, as well as if you're Luke the Great. If you're Luke the Great, you take him in the first round. Okay, or, or Apollo, knowing that Zeke tends to miss a lot of time. You know how, how high do you go with those guys? But um, also, if you're in a really big league where you have to pick two or three quarterbacks, uh, it might come down to uh, who would you rather have out of the Seahawks starters, <laughs> uh, out of those two guys. <laughs> so I guess keep an eye out on that. No, don't. Okay. Don't keep rather, an eye out on that. <laughs> would you rather have a Seahawks running back or quarterback? Running back. I don't even running, know it Running is. back by running. far. Are you kidding me? Future Hall of Famer Drew Locke out there? You're going to take a running back? <laughs> Geno Smith and Drew Locke. What a showdown. I love Drew Locke, but, man, what a terrible situation for him to go to. Uh, hot take. I believe there will be – a running back or wide receiver this year that has more touchdown passes than Drew Locke. That's what I'm going to yes. throw that out there. I'll put 20 pickles on that. <laughs> That's Can it. I, okay. I don't feel overly confident. All right. Is it my turn for my last one? Yes. Great. So my main thing is just all about injuries. Uh, like fantasy season can end before it even starts with some bad luck. Um, and just also looking at it from a perspective of trying to buy low, you know, especially with, we play in dynasty leagues. So there will be some owners that may sell low on a guy that's out for the year. Uh, if they're a competitive team. So if they're willing to take a discount, I'm willing to cash in and, and, and play the long game there. But injuries are definitely a big, a big part of what we look at in, in the off season. Yeah. I'm not really sure what other answer there is and number one other injuries. And of course injuries are interesting in the dynasty leagues because I mean if you have a guy like you know, Christian McCaffrey who might go down with an injury, especially in the preseason, it's not like you're cutting him. You know, you're you're keeping him. And I love this background. Like you, you take a drink of your water there and there's actually water on the yes. can or the glass that you're drinking out of. It's fantastic. I know nice. Right, so, yeah. so, you know, I mean, so in Dynasty Leagues, it makes it a little more interesting because if you got a win now guy and you lose one or two guys for the year during the preseason, 
how's that going to affect you? Where are you going to go? And are you looking to trade those guys for guys that are going to help you win now? Or are you trying to hang on to them and see where, where it goes and then make your decisions based off, you know, early season results? Yeah. Uh, my third one, you guys already went, all three? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. My third one is uh, keep an eye on the training camp and preseason to see if Trey Lance resembles a reliable starter. Uh if he does, that's probably a guy that you wouldn't mind having as your second quarterback. Um, if not, maybe your your third guy. But Trey Lance, how he does right now, seems like he's a polarizing figure. I saw an article today that says Niners denying that Trey Lance has arm fatigue. So who knows what to take from that? I know there's been some mixed reports on Lance thus far. Uh, I'm a big Lance fan. I think Lance is going to be just fine, and I agree with what you're saying, Landers. I don't mind having him as my second. I mean, well, I don't know if I love him right now as a second guy until he proves something. I have him as, as a third guy in one league. I feel good about that. Uh, but he is definitely going to win that job and be the starter. So we'll just see how it plays out for old Trey. Fine day. Miller's silent on Trey Lance. He has no words. Uh, I don't think Trey Lance should be the starter this year. I can't believe they're even considering not starting Jimmy G. That's a win-now team, and Trey Lance has done nothing to show me that he's ready to quarterback a win-now team into the playoffs, especially in that division. That division's a little less intimidating than it once was, but you have the Super Bowl champs. You have a Kyler Murray possibly-led Cardinals team. And then you have the Niners. I mean, the, the Seahawks probably won't be very competitive, but, you know, Pete Carroll's at least going to have ready to play in. That atmosphere in Seattle is still going to be dynamite, so they could still get a couple of wins. That Seattle could get Jimmy G. They could be competitive, but I don't think Niners will trade them in him in the division. So, But is do we know Trey Lance's middle name? Because I really love for his initials to be TRL, so I can call him Mr. Carson Daly. <laughs> Would be nice. That's okay. Any TRL TRL fans out there? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, fair anyone? enough. All right. Fair. Okay. We're just old. Okay. Let's, let's keep going. I know. I TRL. Yes. Carson Daly, maybe. Yeah, that's that's why we're I said. just really old. If you don't get that reference. So. <laughs> All right. What's next, Landers? Oh, uh, what do we have here? A little A versus B and dynasty. Would you rather have? Okay. All right. Okie dokie. So should we go all five or just a couple at a time? Or it's uh, your segment, buddy. You do what okay. you want. Okay. Let's do. Uh, let's do three Take- at a time. Then we'll do two at oh, a time. Good job. That's a okay. well played professional right there. Miller, why don't you start us off? Absolutely. All right. This is supposed to be rapid fire. I'm going to do this really quick. All right. Number one or five, however you want to look at it. Jimmy G versus Baker Mayfield. All right, here we go. I'm going Baker Mayfield because I don't know that Jimmy G is even going to have a starting job, but Baker will. I think Baker starts. uh, And if Jimmy G, what are the options left? Okay, if he goes to Seattle, there's, you know, you got Metcalf there. I do like the weapons in Carolina. uh, So I'll I'll take Baker. 
Yeah, I'll take Baker. All right. So as a b- 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 bonus, Baker Mayfield versus Jalen Hurts. Hurts. I don't know. <laughs> Do we have to pick one? <laughs> They're close. Hurts. Uh, I Hurts. prefer Baker here because of the weapons in Carolina. Not Hurts. that Philly doesn't have weapons, but Hurts is a run first guy. But Hurts, yeah. from a fantasy perspective, is much better than an NFL quarterback because he gets the Correct. rushing yards. You just added A.J. Brown. Hurts uh, is a decent fantasy quarterback, so I'd, I'd take that all day, to be honest, over Baker. Could be. Could be. Uh, yeah, why not? I'll take Hurts. You convinced me. Oh, there you go. I like Baker. All right, number four, Chase Claypool versus Amari uh, Cooper. Of course, Chase Claypool is a top three wide receiver per Chase Claypool. <laughs> Landers, you can take this one first. Uh, I'll tell you if you're right or not. I'm going to take Amari Cooper. He's in Cleveland, right? Yes. He sure is. I'm going to take Cooper. Well, you know what? Boom. If they have oh, uh, if they have Jacoby name all year, maybe not. Yeah. I, I think even Mitch Trubisky might be a little bit. Well, yeah, it's a good question. I, I'll take Claypool. Oh, he switches it. He goes Claypool. Yeah, I think Claypool. Both have awful QBs, but yeah, I it, it is a tough one. It's a good. It's a good one. I think I'm going Cooper only because at some point Cleveland will get Deshaun Watson, and I don't know the quarterback play for Pittsburgh, whether it's Trubisky or what's the uh, um, rookie Pickett. Who's the, yeah, Pickett. the rookie? Yeah, it's Kenny Pickett um, right? from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. so. So it, it, let's say Watson gets suspended for eight games. Okay, then the first eight games it might be relatively close, but after that, I think Cooper's gonna be Watson's go-to guy. So for the next five, four or five years, I think Cooper can be more productive. So that's that's where I'd lean there. But it's oh, dynasty. close call. Claypool is younger. He is a, a good wide receiver. It's just gonna depend what type of quarterback play they get in Pittsburgh. Yeah, one year. Claypool dynasty, I'd take uh, Cooper. All right, last one, and I think this is a good one, although I know what you're both going to say, so maybe not. All right, Tom Brady versus Sean Watson, and go. Well, for uh, me, it's it's Watson all day in a dynasty, even w- given the um, the unknown right now with him. Let's say he's suspended for the whole year. I'm still taking Watson over Brady. I love Brady. Brady's going to have another good year this year. Brady might finish ahead of Deshaun, Deshaun Watson this year. It's that's it could easily happen. Even if he comes back and plays another year, but if, when you're talking about the next five six years, uh, I just don't see Brady playing more than another year or two. And Watson is still what 26 years old. And he's still um, young. Yeah, so I just. Give me Watson. He, Watson, when he plays, he's shown he's a top five quarterback year in, year out fantasy. So I, that's it's it's Watson all day for me on that one. Follow the question. Dynasty. Oh, Go sorry. ahead, I didn't mean to cut you off. Watson Dynasty. Watson Dynasty uh, Brady for a single season. Sure. Yeah. I have a question now. What if Watson gets suspended for two years? Do you take Brady over Watson for the next three? Huh. Well, I, assuming Brady, again, I, I mean, Brady could only play this year and be done. He does have the deal with Fox, obviously, and that would be Watson with one year at the back end. So, would you take Brady this year over Watson in year I, three? I don't see a scenario where he's suspended for two years, but okay, let's say he is. Um, and let's say it happens before you draft your team 
I think to me, it depends on your team, right? If it's a startup, I'm still taking Watson Watson. over Brady. If you are a competitive team, though, and you need a quarterback, then yeah, you're going to take Brady in that situation. I think I'd still play the long game. Uh, Watson, if he stays healthy, has a lot of years left. So yeah, I'd, I'd still take Watson. I mean, if I'm competitive and the only thing I'm missing is my quarterback is Baker Mayfield, then yeah, I'll take Brady. Uh, but other than that scenario, <laughs> I go Watson. All right. Uh, Landers, I believe that brings us to McCarty, right? Sure. Why not? Yeah. All right. My first one is Anthony. Uh, is it Anthony? No, sorry. David Montgomery or Gibson from the Commanders. Where is Montgomery uh, now? Is he on the Bears? Chicago. He's in Chicago. Okay. Similar players. I'm, I'm begrudgingly taking Montgomery because I can't stand Gibson. My hate for the commanders, skill position guys that most people like, Gibson and McLaren, is unreal. So yeah, I'm taking Montgomery by default. Okay. Uh, I'll go Gibson. I I trust Washington a little more. I, I don't know if the Bears fixed their offensive line yet. Uh, and uh, I, I think Washington has a little more balance in offense. So I'll go Gibson. They're really close. Uh, and most of these I did on here are like within three draft picks, like ADP of each other in, in drafts. But I like Gibson still a little more just because he's a year younger. He has a little more injury risk, though. You know Chicago that – uh, they're just going to feed the ball to Montgomery. That's what they do. Um, but he just hasn't been that efficient. So uh, I like the upside of Gibson a little bit more, but they're probably going to be pretty similar uh, on a game-to-game basis. My next one, uh, DeAndre Swift or Najee Harris, Dynasty. Oh, that's an interesting one. I'm going to take Swift. Um as much as I don't trust Detroit, if Swift is healthy, I think he is the second best running back in the league right now. So I would take Swift over Harris. Uh, of course, there are concerns that can Swift stay healthy, but that's where I would lean. I would lean Swift. How old is Swift? Uh, amazingly, because Harris was just a rookie last year, Swift somehow is still one year younger than Harris because Harris came okay. into the league older. Okay. Uh, I think Swift is 23 and Harris is 24, I want to say. Okay. Uh, I'll take the Steelers guy just because I think the Steelers will be a little bit better. Um, yeah. And, and they did address a little bit of the offensive line issues, so I'll, I'll take uh, Harris. Yeah, and I think you're good anyway here. I think these are both top five dynasty running backs. I like Najee a touch more. Just because, like Miller talked about with the injury concern, and just because the Lions seem to not want to give Swift the ball three times a game, whereas Steelers, Harris is going to be on the field every single down. Uh, so I just, volume-wise, I like Harris a touch more. All right, if last Swift, one. If Swift doesn't get the ball three times a game, I, I change my answer to Harris. Uh, he should, but the Lions, that coach, I, I don't know. Uh, and my next one, Travis Adian. Or Elijah Mitchell of the Niners. Mm. 
Gideon or Mitchell? Or Mitchell. It, only because I have bought all in on Mitchell. So if I'm wrong, it sucks for me. But uh, I, I like them both a lot. Yeah, I, I do like Mitchell, except that I, I don't know how much Carolina platoons. I know the Niners platoon a lot. Uh, and Adian, he's a good pass catcher. I'll just pick Adian because I think he might get more touches overall. All right, and I would probably go Adian only because of draft stock. I mean, Adian was, what, a first-round pick, and Mitchell is fifth or sixth, I, I want to say, for the Niners. I know he, he was great last year. Mitchell was awesome. Uh very good on the field and any down, first, second, third. He certainly outperformed Trey Sermon, who they took a few rounds earlier. Uh, but I just – Adian's got that first-round draft stock in Jacksonville. I think You know what else Adian has, though, is a season-ending injury, so that concerns me uh, a little bit. For sure. For sure. I just But talent-wise, Adian certainly is far exceeds Mitchell. But, I, look, I've got Mitchell in the league. I've got Mitchell in the league. benefit from being on an NFL-caliber team at Clemson. And the Niners are—they've shown you they can take any running back and make them. They're really kind guys, but that's also kind of the concern. They will ride the hot hand too. If Mitchell falters a couple weeks, they'll put somebody else in their system, and if they take over, they take over. But I—I I, I like both of them a lot. I think ATN could be a good value though, because uh, I don't know how many people will want to take him early. Known he's coming off uh, that season-ending injury, so. You might be able to get a good value with them. Yeah, they're they're going around the same pick in drafts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Landers, you need three. Uh, Tua or Hertz? Ooh, Tua or Hertz? You know what? I'm going to go Tua here, and I don't necessarily believe in either Tua or Hertz. So give me Tua just because you've got Waddle, you've got Tyreek Hill. You've got Gasecki at tight end. I think they've got some weapons there, more weapons in Miami, um, even with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Uh, I just – the Eagles' play calling uh, worries me a little more, so g- give me two. That's a really good question. I don't like either of these guys. I've bashed both of them quite a bit on this show. I think I would lean Tua a little bit too, although I think it's interesting that McCarty thinks that Tua's weapons are, are better. I do. Um, I think A.J. Brown and Tree Kill are very close. I think A.J. is actually more versatile than Tree Kill. Uh, I think Devontae Smith matches up with the Dolphins too. I think Miles Sanders can be as good as any Dolphins running back. Uh, of course, the Eagles have to be willing to give Miles Sanders the ball. Uh, they don't, I, though. I would still lean to it just because I don't believe in Jalen Hurts at all. I mean, I would take Baker over Jalen as previously talked about. <laughs> you did. You did. Yeah, I don't believe in either of these guys. Uh, I think Hurts runs a little more than Tua. Tua does run, but I think Hurts gets you a little bit more rushing yards, so I'll just go with Hurts. Uh, how about Kurt Cousins or Derek Carr? Miller? Uh, Derek Carr. Uh, Kurt Cousins is a guy that has – done just enough to get paid a lot of money and not much else. Uh, he hasn't had much success. Derek Carr led that Raiders team to the playoffs last year after Gruden got fired and um, the wide receiver uh, Ruggs got in trouble, right, Ruggs? Yeah. yeah. Ruggs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he will not so play football I, again. I think that I think that Derek Carr is is the choice there over, over Kirk Cousins, any, any younger. 
I, I would agree with Miller, although I don't think it's too far off. I mean, Carr has always been an above-average quarterback, but not necessarily elite. Not a guy that is going to win you a game, but now you've added Devontae Adams, so that's a big piece. So you've got Adams, you've got Renfro, you've got Waller, you've got Jacobs out of the backfield. Uh, Cousins basically has Justin Jefferson, who is amazing, but that's that's all he's got. Uh, Cook out of the backfield too, but um, but yeah, give me Carr. Carr's shown a little more flash, I think, than Cousins. Uh, so I, I agree with Miller there. Uh, I think I'll take Carr too. Um, you might have some chances out west to be in some serious shootouts. Uh, Cousins is Cousins, a stat Cousins, stuff. Cousins is a good floor, but I think Carr gives you more upside. Cousins is good for fantasy because he does put up good numbers. Uh, as far as winning, uh, yeah, I, you know it's kind of questionable, but he's a big stat stuff. Take, he'll get numbers. Cousins or Tua? Well, Cousins. Tua. I take Tua. Oh, cousins are cousins, cousins are hurts. Hurts. Cousins. No, okay. See, I might take Cousins there. What about Cousins or Baker? Cousins. Cousins. See, I, I might lean Baker there. Okay. I think Baker's going to have a, numbers. I think he's going to have a huge year. I don't know if I don't know if it'll be <laughs> huge consistent. Year. I don't know if it's going to be consistent in Carolina, but that team that's going to be the best team he's had around him in a while. He's going to play the chip on his shoulder. Uh, he's going to have a lot to prove. We'll see. It, it's it's, it's going to come down to, to, to the angry short coach. It's a make it or break it year for Baker. He's either going to be – he comes out and has a great year. He solidifies himself as a starting quarterback. Otherwise, he's a, a backup. He's just a long-term backup. It will be interesting to see his relationship with Robbie Anderson, seeing as how when the rumor started, Robbie said, uh, no, please yeah. don't. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> so uh, we'll have to see how that works out. But, uh, yeah, he's got some guys to work with. Is that your uh, three my third, or you got another one? My third one is going to be Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Justin guys. Jefferson. That's funny. I definitely take Chase, Jamar but Chase, Jefferson is going to put up numbers too. I love them both. I think they are – if you're in a I, dynasty league, they're, own, they're one in – they're one and two. They're they're one two. I put Chase first. I put Jefferson second. It's look sports fantasies league. I've got them both. It's, I'm pumped about that. Uh, they're if you have either of them, they're better than any other other wide receivers in the league. I just like look Chase put up his, historic numbers uh, in his rookie year, and you've got a better quarterback situation to me. You've got a young quarterback there in Burrow. They've got that. Uh, connection. Uh, that's really what puts it over the top for me. But Justin Jefferson is – they're 1A and 1B to me. Uh, Justin Jefferson is amazing as well. So you can't go wrong. I just like Burrow a little more than Cousins, so give me Chase. Um, I only said Jefferson because I wanted to disagree with McCarty. It didn't matter to me what he said I was going to say to the other guy. Jamar Chase is the choice. Um because of Burrow. I, I just hammered Kirk Cousins. I said I'd take Baker Mayfield over him uh, and Tua. I did say I would take uh, Cousins over Jalen Hurts. That's mostly because I don't like LTG and I like bashing the Eagles. Um, but, yeah, I would absolutely uh, take Chase you, over Jefferson. But you agree, Dynasty, 
dynasty leagues, they're the top two, and there's nobody really even close to me. I feel I like mean, they're in the I mean, tier by I mean, the, I, I, the I, don't have, I, I don't have either of them in the sports fantasy league, so no, I, I think they both suck. Okay. I, I, actually, Jefferson I, in I, league, I, I, I actually traded Jefferson to you to get somebody, correct? Uh, Mahomes, yeah. maybe? Mahomes, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's yeah. that's how I feel about that. He's he's dead to me. Okay. Well, they're both going to produce. I I'll just take Chase because when you watch both of them on TV, it seems like Chase just kind of easily runs away from guys. He's I don't know amazing. what it is. He's amazing. They're both His hands are both. great, but he also just kind of separates after the catch. It's it, I think it's a little bit different. Jefferson will go up and win those contested plays. They're both yeah. LSU, right? Both of them. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes, it's terrible at football. Right. Okay. And they both played with Burrow, but we down to our top two. Yeah, top yes. two. Miller. Um. So I already know the answer to this one from McCarty. So Landers, Jonathan Taylor versus Najee Harris. Um, I like Taylor. I think Taylor's the best in the league. You know, he's got the burst. He's got the moves. He gets a lot of carries. Uh, he's their guy. I I like Taylor. Yeah, it's not even close to me. It's it's not it's, when you, when you talk about running back dynasty. There's a tier one. Taylor's the only guy in it for me. I do like Harris. He's going to put up numbers, but he's a little bit more of a bruiser. So I don't know if he's going to last as many years as, as as Taylor. Also, so I think that's why I take Taylor over Harris. Uh, I'll be quite honest. The only reason I asked this question is because it was a debate on not one, not two, but three different fantasy forums that I, I was looking at uh, on Friday when I was doing research for the show. Uh, I'm not really sure how anyone would take Harris yeah, over I, Taylor. I'm not sure how that's uh, a debate. But... I think the Harris versus uh, Swift argument is a lot more interesting, but that's not yeah. the one I kept seeing appear on the forums. So I I didn't even click on the forums because I don't want to listen to people try to argue Najee Harris over Jonathan Taylor it, because I don't value your opinion at that point. Taylor is RB1 because I, even if he gets zero catches every week, he, he can put up 160 yards rushing. Like he's just that good as a rusher, which is what running backs do. And he'll still give you the three, four catches here and there. So that's why he's he's RB1 to me, no question. He's going to give you almost five yards of carry. Absolutely, and that's why I traded for him in like three different leagues. So. Nice. All right, my number one, everyone's favorite. It's a quarterback, a quarterback discussion. Justin Herbert. Versus JA17, aka Josh Allen. Mm. Oh, come on. This is a serious question. You'd Landers, be shocked. You'd Landers, be shocked. You, have, uh, you, know, you know what? I'm going to go here, Landers, but let's see if you have something different. I know where you're going to go. I, To me, they're basically the same guy. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, it was nice having a, you on, Landers. Have a good day. Hey, night. Landers, take a hike. I mean, from a skill set. <laughs> They're both kind of like a modern day Randall Cunningham. You're about six six, rocking on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you just compared Justin Herbert to Randall Cunningham? 
They're both about six five, six six. Rocket arm. They can hey, all Landers, take it to the take house. Take a hike. <laughs> you didn't like the comp. I don't see Herbert running like Cunningham, but no. But go ahead, keep going. Yeah. I think Herbert and Allen can both take it to the house from anywhere in the field. Uh, maybe they can make every throw with velocity. They're both really tall. You know, they kind of remind me of like bigger Cunningham type of bodies. Um, I'll just take who's younger. Is Herbert younger? Might be, probably. I'll go with Herbert. At least a year or two, yeah. <laughs> so it was look, nice about Lasted Landers. Look, 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 look. I love Cunningham. I, I remember my one of my favorite NFL highlights of all time where he's scrambling around in the end zone and he outruns like four people and then chucks the ball 60 yards down the field. It was against the Bills, wasn't it? It was, it was. And it was an amazing <laughs> play. Yes. Justin Herbert is uh, – Allen somewhat runs around like but, – but even Allen doesn't run around like Cunningham. I mean, Cunningham is a gambler. But anyway, yeah. uh, all that aside, I love Justin Herbert. I think I would I would take Justin Herbert as a top four probably uh, dynasty quarterback. But Allen's my top one at the moment, I, I, I think. Just – Given what he showed last year, and I think Herbert Herbert is the better natural passer than Allen, and I think Herbert is going to get you those. But Allen gives you those rushing yards. He gives you rushing touchdowns. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just Bill's biased, but I, I'm pretty sure Allen was the QB1 last year. I could be wrong. He has been the last two years. Yeah, a couple of years. So Herbert's got a little ways to go, uh, but and uh, again, I love Herbert. They're both. If you if that's your dynasty quarterback, you're set either way. So you know, love them both. But Allen, right now, to me, is absolutely the number one dynasty quarterback. Uh, another huge debate on fantasy discussion boards is Allen versus Herbert. Of course, uh, I knew McCarty's bias and my bias for Allen would go that way. But I was curious about what Landers had to say. Yeah, I like them both. I don't know if I could pick one. Is it my turn or yours, Landers? You already did pick one. You picked her. Oh my. Okay. Well, no, I mean, for let me tell you something. We are 34 minutes into this segment. We've got, like, a lot of topics to go here. we got to get moving. Uh, we'll okay. First of all, the next one's going to go real fast. It's going to be well, hard. All right. What do you have card Why don't you go? Okay, I will. Uh, Dynasty League running back J.K. Dobbins or Joe Mixon? Uh, Mixon. Okay. I go with Dobbins because he's younger. Uh, he's coming off that injury, but I'll go with Dobbins. He's a year younger. Mixon had a great year last year. I like Dobbins a little more as well, but it's pretty close. My next one was another, again, running backs. A couple guys with injury concerns, McCaffrey or Eckler. Ah. Uh. McCaffrey. Uh, McCaffrey. Mostly, for me, I take McCaffrey. I think Eckler uh, might have a little more upside normally, but with Herbert being that pocket passer, he's going to look for his receivers, and McCaffrey or Eckler is going to be an afterthought, where when you got a stud like Baker Mayfield who likes to check down to the running back, 
I think McCaffrey's going to benefit from that as long as he's as long as if they're both healthy. I think McCaffrey will outscore Eckler pretty easily. Yeah. I just think Eckler is a better receiver than he is a runner. So I I don't know how much running he gives you compared to McCaffrey, who who's, who's really good at both. So I I think McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey as well. That's my last two. My last two are going to be McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley. A couple of injured guys. McCaffrey. For the same reason. Uh, McCaffrey, yeah, it's not close. Okay. Uh, the last one is Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara. Dalvin Cook, because Kamara's going to be in prison for at least two years, I believe. Yes, uh, Dalvin Cook would be my choice as well. Even if Kamara wasn't going to prison, Even, I right. believe Dalvin Cook would be the choice. I agree with that. I think even let's say Delvin or Kamara gets acquitted of everything tomorrow, and I love Kamara. It's still really close, and so I would still take Cook in that situation. I think I take Kamara. I think Cook's the better runner, but Kamara can run, and I think he's a little bit better receiver. But I'd take Kamara if Jamison can hit him. Yes, Jamison's going to be looking for crab legs. <laughs> All right. Anyway. What's next? Landis, I, I know this is your segment. Time for me to take over. All right. Top five NFL teams, okay. rapid fire here. Landers, go first. Top five is going to be Rams, Buccaneers, Too low. Bills, Whoa. Chargers, <laughs> Broncos. Is that five? Yes. Yes, it was five, yes. Okay, Broncos number one team. Wow, Broncos that was one to five. Oh, all right. Sorry, yeah, that huh? makes more sense. One, so he went one Rams, five. Rams, Bills. Oh, oh Rams, okay. Bucks, Bills. M- much, much more sense. Yeah, Rams, Bucks, Bills, Chargers, Broncos. Much more okay. sense. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, let me go my one to five too. Then my number one. Uh, we flip flopped one and two. I've got the Bills at one. I've got the Rams at two. Uh, what a great opening week, NFL. Oh, I can't wait for that. My number three, I've got the Bucks. That might have been similar to yours. My number four, I told you to put some pickles on this team. I've got the Bengals. And then my number five, I've got the Broncos as well. Um, interestingly enough, so I got Rams one, Bills two, Bucks three, Chiefs four, Broncos, Chargers, Bengals five. I went to bonus times two for five. Times three. <laughs> All right, bottom three. Uh, number one worst team, the worst team in the league, Texans. Second worst team, Falcons. Third worst is the Seahawks. Oh, my goodness, sir. This is where you redeem yourself from all wrongdoings earlier. Well, Texans, Falcons, Seahawks for myself. I'm right there with it. you, sir. Landers likes it. Uh, I went just a little different. I went Texans as the worst team, Seahawks number two, and I went the J E T S Jets. Really? Jets, Jets as three. Yes. Uh, you they, you think the Falcons with Marcus Mariota as quarterback are going are gonna to win have, more have you, games than the Jets? Have you seen the division that, that, that the Jets have to play in? Well, that's true. That's true. I'll give you that. The Falcons are in a, a they're terrible going, They're going 0-6 in the division the Jets are. They're uh, not they'll getting... be, I, I, a hot take, they're going to split with the Bills. They're going to split with the Dolphins. 
right. and now you're, just, now, now you're just lying to the millions and millions of fans around the world listening to the show. <laughs> I don't know that the South is any worse than the AFC East. I mean, they got to play Carolina; it'll be better. Saints will be better, and then the Bucks. I mean, Saints and yeah. Carolina are terrible, but but it's not the Bills, Patriots, Dolphins. Oh, the, I forgot the Patriots. This thing close, too. I think it's uh, close. The Jets might go nine and eight. Eight. Wow. Zero wow. percent chance. Zero percent chance. Brees I'm taking Hall. the under on that. I'm taking Brees the under. Hall. Elijah Moore. Come on, let's go. Gary Wilson. Come on. Uh, so you know, you guys both went chalk as far as the bottom three. Um, I yeah, did not. Smart. You're smart. Uh, we we well, like Vegas. Well, hang on. The Jets, though. The Jets are, are number four on that list. It shouldn't so, be. It should be number oh, twelve. No, went off. no, the Jets are terrible. They'll be they the are, Patriots. No, they're going, be going, the they're going to win six in the air. We better than the Patriots. They won't. I guess you just, said uh, that last year too, and the Patriots almost beat that the Bills for the division. Like I that said, was completely wrong. But this year, I'm getting it right. <laughs> I'm also yes. think about Zach Wilson being a little better, but yeah, I think the Jets finished last in that division. Oh, the Dodgers tied up the game. Darn it! Oh, of course they did. Come on, it's the Cubs. Like they're trying to win. Okay, what's yeah, next? No, the, Cubs, uh, the Cubs are good till they're not. All right, what's next? Forty-one minutes. Kiss yeah. or kick? Kiss uh, or kick? Landers, this used to be your segment, so I guess McCarty goes first. All right, I'll give. I'm going to give all three here. Kiss or kick? And this is dynasty. Well, whatever fantasy. James Cook outscoring Devin Singletary this year in fantasy. Oh yeah, I love that. I love it. James Cook's going to be the best running back on the Bills. Yeah. Okay, I, I almost thought you were going to say in the NFL, so I'm glad that you just said the Bills. That's good. I don't even know who James Cook is, so I'm going to go with Singletary. So he's going to, yeah, yeah, got it. Okay, <laughs> okay. The next one. Let's go, Paul. All right, uh, Tony Pollard outscoring Zeke. No, no, that's not going to happen. Next, uh, I'll kick, even though it could happen, but I'll go kick. And my last one, A.J. Dillon outscoring Aaron Jones of the Packers. Mm. Uh, That's going to be closer than you think, Miller. It's yeah, because the bruiser goes really into the goal line. They, they put the big guy into the goal line. That's true. Uh, I'll still go with Jones. I think they're going to phase. They're going to phase Jones out this year. Is my guess. Do you understand how much money they gave Jones? If they're going to phase him out, they're going to trade him, and then he's going to go to a place where he'll be respected and used. Respected. All right. Was you mentioned he wears right. a sombrero in celebrations. I mean, come on, you got to like right. that. <laughs> my three, real quick here. Kick a kick. Baker <laughs> making the Panthers a playoff contender. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Sorry. I'm going to kiss because I told you to put 400 plus 400 pickles on Panthers making the playoffs. I like it. They're going to get in. They're going to be a wild card. When I say kiss, they have a chance. All right. Kiss or kick. Aaron Rodgers being an MVP candidate without Devontae Adams. No. I think the Packers are going to be terrible, but that's just me. They kiss it. I think he can be in the conversation, but I don't think he can win it without Adam. All right. Kiss or kick? Rob Gronkowski playing more than seven and a half games. No, because he retired. And even if he comes back, he's going to be injured a lot. So, no. 
Uh, I'll kiss it. I think he comes back late in the year. Late in the year, and with the playoff games, I think that'll add up to more than seven and a half. We only count regular season here. So no, it's oh, dude. Nope, nope, nope. That is not what the Kisser Kick said. I said fantasy over sports. seven and a half. We oh, don't count the regular season. Yes, and some yes. fantasy leagues play into the playoffs, which maybe we should start a league that does that as well. All okay. right. If it's regular season, I'll take the under. Okay, really Kiss Kick. Jameis Winston has a bounce back year. Oh, absolutely. I love it. 30, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. <laughs> well, yeah, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm kicking only because a bounce back. I mean, for, well, okay, maybe I should have kissed it. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm with Miller. 30 touchdowns, 30 picks. That's a terrible season. It probably it's is a bounce, bounce back, though. But I'll kick it either way. Okay. Go ahead. Right. the whole year, so, you know. Uh, number two, Michael Thomas has a good bounce back season. I love that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'll oh, kiss oh, that. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. How are you, how are you kissing that and kicking Jameis? Because Jameis – might score 30 touchdowns. Yeah, because Jameis makes good fantasy-wide receivers, right? Because he, he's going to throw the ball all over the field. Uh, Thomas is going to have 90 catches for 1,200 yards and 12 touchdowns. Uh, Winston is a gunslinger. So, uh, well, well, yes, I mean, I mean, Evans and Godwin might have actually scored more points with Winston than they did Brady. They do. And that's why. So I do like that for, for Thomas. And the third one, Charles Barkley beats Aaron Rodgers in the upcoming uh, Celebrity Golf. There's a bet on the line. No, no, not even close. If Barkley wins, he gets to cut off Rogers' yeah. uh, ponytail. Yeah, well, he's not going to. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron much Rogers better golf. Is is an actual golfer? I've seen Charles Barkley swing. My, I'm I'm terrible at golf, but my swing yeah. looks better than Barkley's does. That's all I need to know about this match. No, Rogers wins going. Yeah. Barkley's worse than Josh Allen at golf. Yes. It's not even close. I was just hoping for Barkley because Rogers said he could cut off the man bun if he beats him. I think he's going to show up with it already cut off just to really mess with Barkley. All right. Well, hey, that was a great segment one. We'll be back after these messages. Welcome back to Sports Fantasies with Miller and McCarty. Emo. All right. Unlike our leader of segment one, you know, who didn't let the music breathe, you got to let let the music breathe a little. We are off the beaten path. Uh, Look, we talked, I think last week, about Adam Sandler and his new movie, Hustle. So that leads us into this week where we're going to do our off the beaten path. Top 10 Adam Sandler movies. Landers, you are the guest, so give us your 10 through 7. Mm. Number 10 is going to be Blended. Blended? Blended. I like Blended. <laughs> okay. okay. What Blended? Uh, no. Hey, Landers, take a hike. <laughs> okay. I know Drew Barrymore has been in a few of his, but yeah. I like Blended. Yeah. 
There's better Drew Barrymore, but okay. Okay, it's your 10. What's your 9? There are more classic ones with her, but yes. Number 9 is Grown Ups. Okay. I I despise the Grown Up films. but Two two Grown Ups, but fine. Oh, Miller likes the Grown Ups. Number 8 is Mr. Deeds. Okay. All right. Especially since that was Elks. Number 1 Sandler film. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, 7 is going to be Longest Yard. All right. I mean, look, a little Burt Reynolds, uh, Adam Sandler, Nelly, I think, was in that. Uh, Michael Irvin. Nelly was in it, yeah. Chris, Chris Rock, maybe. Uh, yes, right. Rock. Yeah, yeah. Miller. Miller, 10 through 7. Who, who actually is blown up in the movie, but yes. All right, number 10, Uncut Gems. Right, it was a little bit different film for him. I actually enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, I don't think it needs to be any higher than 10, but uh, I did I did have it make the list. Number nine, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Uh, mostly and because I, I really like watching. too low. That is too low. <laughs> um, that's fine. I actually, it almost didn't make my list, but uh, the fact what? that him and Kevin James w- were together really elevated that for me. Number eight, The Wedding Singer. Speaking of Drew Barrymore, I love that movie. What um, eight? Yeah, I, I agree that, that that one might be a little low, but it's eight now. Number seven, I agree with Landers here. I went longest shot at number seven. Yeah, eight. That's an all-time classic. It's just not one of my favorites, but yeah, it's definitely considered a Sandler classic with Barry. Uh, All right, let's let's hear your list, McCarty. So I can tear it apart. Marty's just disgusted. I am. My number ten. I'm with whoever said this. I think Miller, uh, or maybe it was Landers. I don't know. Uncut Gems. I literally said it less than two minutes ago. You don't remember? Yeah, I do. I do. I and like you said, Miller. I only put it in here because it's probably his most acclaimed role to this point. So, you know, I, I felt like we had to put it in here. I didn't love it, but it is what it is. Number nine, a sleeper here, The Legend of Zohan. Oh, oh my God. Oh, wait a second. Oh, you're giving me crap. What? We lasted 60 episodes, folks. So this will be it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, because I have kids, the Hotel Transylvania series. Uh, really funny films. That's me I like stepping my head over and my over kids. and over you again. Act, you act like you don't have kids. I mean, unbelievable here. All right. How old are your kids? My number seven. Exactly. It was, it, it was Lander's number eight, I believe. <laughs> Mr. Deeds. Uh Great film there, Mr. Deeds is seven. The, so the dude with the feet is the reason Mr. Deeds didn't make my yes. He well, me the out. dude with the feet is he's great. I mean, that's a great character. He's a legend. All he's right, a legend of Spike Lee movies. Lander six through four. Uh, let me see here. Six is just go with it with Jennifer Aniston. Five okay. is Chuck and Larry. Okay. Four is going to be the Water Boy. The water boy. All right. So for me, for me, number six is Big Daddy. Number five, I went, I went bonus. I went growing up one and two. Uh, And and number four, 
recency bias here, I went Hustle at number four. I am not a Grown Ups fan at all. I thought that movie was terrible, but that's just me. Um, it is kind of oh. bad. I like the ensemble cast, though. The cast yeah. was great. The movie was terrible. Uh, quite honestly, I, I like that movie because I could have played any role in that movie, and the movie wouldn't have lost anything. Jake Lamb uh, has two home runs this season for the Dodgers. It was last night versus the Cubs and tonight versus the Cubs. We're tied at two. And uh, here we go. Number six, we talked about Drew Barrymore. 51st Dates. I just love this movie. I really I really struggled with that movie. That's why it's not my top ten. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Look, I, I, I thought it's it terrible. Why is this guy still on the Cubs? I mean, the Cubs are a triple A team. This guy shouldn't be playing <laughs> with them. Number five, best Sandler movie in the last probably six, seven years. You talked about it. It's Hustle. Uh, great movie. We talked about it last week, or at least I did. My number four. It probably could be higher on this, but because it's so new, I didn't want to play it higher and, yeah, and there's, get, there's, get accused of, of the recency you, bias. You've got more nostalgia with with Sandler, so I get that too. My number four, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Now, look, honestly, Jessica Beale. Look, yes. I, I, I am a Jessica Beale fan, but. I probably could have put this number one. When I started this, this was my number one. I've probably seen this movie more than any other Adam Sandler movie. However, it has not aged well, given the content and and some of the language used in it. So that's why I put this at number four. But I do love this movie. Landers, give us your three and your two. No, just you're in control. You do what you want. Sorry. Yeah, I sure I sure will. Three in your two, Landers. Uh, I also have a little recency bias just because the newer ones have more Nick Swardson and Shaquille O'Neal, two of my favorites in there. Oh, Swardson. But, uh, three is Hustle, speaking of recency. Uh, okay. I like all, okay. all the NBA cameos, and I thought Hernan Gomez was it's a great man character, and I thought Anthony movie. Edwards. Anthony Edwards was a great villain. Yeah. Two is going to be Billy Madison. Okay. Probably the first one that really set it off for me. I saw it in the theaters. I loved it. It was right after he left SNL, and he uh, started with a bang. Great movie. Miller, three and two. Three for me, uh, The Waterboy. I tried to go watch this movie four different times. Four different times in the theater. It was sold out every time. I remember opening the door and seeing... Uh, Melissa and Brandon Hool like turning around, sticking their tongue out at me, <laughs> their hands on their heads. Um, it was it was impossible. I instead of the Water Boy, I ended up watching I, uh, the Bride of Chucky, a horrible movie. I would not find <laughs> anyone to ever watch that. Okay, uh, had to lie about my age to watch that one. I don't know, whatever. Uh, number two, Happy Gilmore. Um, very close to to the number one spot here. Uh, the Bob Barker scene is a scene I'll never forget. Uh, absolutely love that movie. And I've tried to hit the golf ball like that multiple times. I cannot hit the golf ball like Adam Sandler did that movie, nor can I hit a golf ball in a regular golf stance. McCartney. All right. So the water boy made both your lists. It did not make mine at all. I cannot stand Ooh. that movie. I did Ooh. not love Sandler's role there. I, I thought the water boy is where Sandler started to go. 
Was it his voice that did it for you? Yeah, just it's where he started to go unfunny to me. But it's just just me. You do you do realize that was like his fourth big movie, right? It's fine, but I wasn't for me. Cardi, did you pick the remote control movie? Uh, no, 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 none of that. My number three, Billy Madison. We've talked. Oh about my it. goodness, it's a great movie. My number two and Miller. So look, my number one's gonna be Sleeper, but number two, Happy Gilmore. Uh, just yes. See, an amazing fine. Adam Sandler movie. So. Let's get to our number one Adam Sandler movie of all time. Landers, what do you have for this? Number one is going to be Happy Gilmore. Uh, you got to love Apollo Creed with only having one hand. You got to love <laughs> Shooter McGavin, probably the best villain in any Sandler movie. A great movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. It's, it's my number kind one. Of, uh, kind of a jerk in real life from yeah. what I've heard firsthand. Uh, so he's from Romulus, New York. My son lives yeah, in Oban, New York, which is four minutes away from Romulus. And my son's mother was a waitress back in the day. And Shooter McGavin and his brother and some of their family came into the diner that she was working at. And he was a complete jerk. And his brother and the rest of his entourage was very nice, but he was a complete jerk. So I digress. So Shooter is basically playing himself in movies. He is, <laughs> yes. From, from my understanding, he was not acting. That's just who he is. I like it. I like it. I love it, actually. That's great. Like an insight here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Miller, what's your number one? I mean, I know it's Billy Madison, but go yeah, ahead. And it's, say it anyway. it's, it's Billy Madison. And, and the fact that it's not your guys' number one makes me question everything about life. I have watched Billy Madison literally 1,200 times in my life. I used to watch it every night before I went to bed. Um, and. There are just so many different scenes you can pull from that movie that are hilarious. You know, that, you know, peeing your pants is cool. The, the penguins, the, he called the <laughs> poop. Um, I, I mean, they're just endless. And so much of that movie really kind of sums up our childhood and some of the pranks that we did. And um, Billy Madison is what made me fall in love with Adam Sandler. And. So Billy Madison is by far my number one movie. There was no other choice here for me. It's a great movie. Can't argue with that at all. Uh, I'm going to have some hate on my number one, but The Wedding Singer, to me, uh, that it's you've got comedy, you've got romance. I mean, I would shed tears over this uh, with Adam Sandler and Drew, Drew Barrymore. I'll be quite uh, honest that – that doesn't surprise me with you, and it doesn't upset me because of your background as a has-been DJ and, you know, <laughs> the the romance that Wait. you desire and, and that you really wish yes. that you had, like, like yes. that completely makes sense to me. So I'm not going to hate on you too much, although it should have been number two and Billy Madison should have been number one. It, it could be. It's uh, interchangeable, to be right? honest. It was, but he, look, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Wedding Singer could be interchangeable. But and then you, I add in the scene where John Lovitz as the DJ comes out, and I, mm-hmm. one of the greatest scenes of all time in, in in film. It's just to me, The Wedding Singer, Billy Madison is pure Adam Sandler at his juvenile jokes and uh, amazing. But The Wedding Singer. Look, it gives me everything. It gives me 
It gives me comedy. It gives me romance. A little drama. Uh, that's why I took it here. It's best film. I did appreciate do the same though. No, absolutely not. Sam uh, okay. sings. There's a love story with him and Veronica Vaughn. So hot. Okay. Want to touch? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Look, they're all great movies. I mean, look, it is what it is. All I right. Appreciated the uh, throwback '80s uh, motif. For the wedding singer, as well as the Billy Idol cameo at the end, yeah, that is nice. Airplane. It is but nice. Yeah. All right, Even so more. that that wraps up our Sandler <laughs> top ten. Landers, are you coming back for baseball, or are you out of here? Uh, I guess I'm out of here. Oh, wise choice, sir. <laughs> wise <laughs> choice. All right, so we will say goodbye to our guest, Sir Landers. LTG Blaine. Thank you for listening to Sports Fantasies with Miller and McCarty. And be sure to catch future shows wherever you stream. Oh, bye bye now.